I'm Bahumit. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to The Monologues. Well, this should have been the We Never Have Time podcast from the creators of the shitty spoiler podcast, because we weren't able to stick to our three-part traditional Halloween series, we are bringing you a double feature today. So sit back and enjoy the little show from The Little Nightmares 2 and Amnesia Rebirth. Quenching our thirst, or should I say, October Brew Starved Taste Buds, we are sampling three different brews. We're going with Live Oaks, Oaktoberfest, Meanwhile Brewings, Oktoberfest, and Yingling Brewings, Oktoberfest. That is right. Yes. Which, you know, so I have to say, yeah, we're going to have to rename our podcast to we'll just get this <laughs> shit done when we can podcast. <laughs> you know, like yeah. we, it has just been, I think October snuck up on both of us and then just got, just got away from us for sure. I mean, I think we were, uh, had, had, I think had some sickness not occurred last week, we probably would have been on track. Um, uh, it have been cutting you know, it, but yeah. Yeah, because I, I think, you know, today was the day we were going to record the second episode for the series. And so we would have been pretty much on track to do most everything. Probably would have been pushing a little bit late on the third part, but, you know. But yeah. Close enough. Yeah, we probably could have pulled it off, but this this guy over here ruined everything. So <laughs> blame, blame, blame the kids. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> blame blame the children throwing up everywhere. Just bathing and puke. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, yeah, exactly. And then bathing us in puke and just, oh, man, it's so disgusting. Just I've, Everything in our house has been drenched in Lysol and washed three times. And we had a, a we had a spiritual person come in with crystals, wipe them down over everything. I mean, just whatever we could do to help, dude. Yeah. You know, All electrons, you can do, and protons, man. whatever. You know. Oh, yeah. Fight the demons. But. but yeah so it's freaking halloween dude and this is like my favorite beer time um now i can't say the games went exactly like i was hoping we're gonna get into that but yeah well let's start with let's start with the first one so zariah my son recommended little nightmares 2 not little nightmares 1 but a lot little nightmares 2 and there is a little nightmares 3 there is it's not out yet right it's coming out soon I i think Mm, it, it, if it's not out yet, it's yeah, very soon. I think it's slated for the beginning of twenty four. I think. Okay. Don't quote me. Don't quote me on that. But if I because like, we looked, Z and I looked it up. Um, so oh yeah, a to sequel, say, Little Nightmares three is in development by Supermassive for release sometimes sometime in twenty four. So that is to say, you know, it it's out there, and this the series has enough steam behind it to have three parts to it, right? Yes. This weird little indie side-scrolling platformer horror game. So and I just I, cracked that beer. I was gonna open, say, and this is not the first time we have seen Supermassive on this podcast, and so far, I knew that I name sounded that name sounded familiar. Yeah, so we've seen them twice before on this podcast. Twice last year for Halloween. Are you kidding me? So this is their no. thing. Well, uh, we saw them for the Quarry and Man of Madon last year. They made both Super of those massive. Games. See now, the next game we're going to talk about that would have made more sense. It than probably would have, yeah, because uh, so far their style, at least from the games that we've played of theirs, have been more movie esque, which is kind of the style of game for the Amnesia, uh, Amnesia series, yeah, which is also another really storied series. 
Yeah. Um, surprisingly enough. Yeah. And he, so here's what's funny. So I was, I thought Z really was just pushing Little Nightmares 2 because he'd already beat Little Nightmares 1. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, he never, I don't know if he knows this or maybe he just didn't tell me. And I only know this from snagging a look at online. Mm-hmm. Little Nightmares 2 ends the story, leads into the events of Little Nightmares 1. Oh, really? Yeah. And so mm. I don't know. And I'm going to be very honest because of everything we've had going on. This game, I got the least amount of time invested into. Oh, yeah. And I mostly just had the only time I really had a lot of fun with it or a decent amount of fun was me and the boys played after school a couple times. Um, and Shay was so scared. He didn't want to play it. He didn't want to take the controller. <laughs> so Z was like, I did it. So Z and I did it for a while. And Z would do the puzzly type stuff. And I would do the combat, the little bit of combat you run into. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Shay, we made him take a pick at it. But uh, this is one of the lighter, blondish looking October October fests I've ever seen. So that's interesting because I don't think it's very light or blonde. I'm pretty sure it's pretty amber. So, well, Mine you have like only a... opened one of them. I've opened so far two. Uh-huh. I've opened both the Oktoberfest and the Meanwhile, and I've got them sitting right next to each other. And what I can say is that the Oktoberfest is a little bit hazier than the Meanwhile Oktoberfest. And I'm about to open up this Yingling and take a peek at it. But they are of about the same amberish hue. Um, but the Oktoberfest from Meanwhile is much more clear um, and, and a lot more typical of a fest beer that I would expect, right? So the I'm going to be real honest with you. I forgot how good October beer smells. <laughs> like, oh, I don't dude. know why. I have a thing for the smell of October beer. Fest beer is Oof. amazing. Oh, and this Yingling is sitting right next to it. If I had to line them up, yeah, kind of looking from left to right, taking stuff out of the background so I can really enjoy that color. See if I can't bring this up to the light without spilling everywhere. The Yingling is by far the darkest of them. I don't know if my camera blur will actually Hmm. allow me to show you. It it showed me for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is the uh, Oktoberfest, meanwhile, and then Yingling. Surprisingly, Yingling is the darkest. Is very much darker. Uh, meanwhile, is a little bit lighter, and then the Oktoberfest is just a hair darker than that. Meanwhile, but I, that, I would have, I would have lost money on this bet because I was going to guess with the, with the the more mainstream Yingling brewery that they are. I really would have guessed they went lighter for a because they don't. I don't even know how familiar seasonals are to them. Or, you know, especially when, well, they sure. just came to our area. So that's really new for them in this area. But well, for, yeah, for us in this area, for sure. Um, I think that, you know, with this, at least. Um, I would say being a larger side of brewers, you know, not necessarily a craft brewer. Right. Right. Uh, but on the larger side of a brewer, they probably um, are using some stuff that is is going to um, blend more towards a sweeter side of a palate. Um, so it's going to be more of a caramel flavor, hence why it's a darker um, color. They probably used a little bit more uh, darker malted uh, malt in there, but I'm not quite sure yet. So we'll test. Well, let's try this. I'm going to taste this. I'm thirsty, man. This mm-hmm. so thirsty for October's Ooh. beer. October is smells delicious, I told you, man. dude. It smells like a Bavarian pretzel oh. <laughs> in a liquid form. Oh, that smells so good, man. Mm. 
pour a little <laughs> more in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to write my score down now. I think I got it. Four, four drinks in on that one. I'm, I'm going to write it down. Mm. All righty. So let's get into this. So Zariah recommended Little Nightmares, and we decided to just give it to him because the kids asked me every year to do this, uh, which it did come out. Um, when did I see that? Dun, 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 dun. I want to say in 21. February of 21, maybe? Give me one second. It sounds about right. Yeah, yeah February 10th right. of 21. Yep. yep. And just so we're ahead of this, Amnesia came out 10-2020, by the way. Yeah, so, I mean, they're they're right here within the last few years. Recent enough games. Um, So, since this is a double header, let's do a little bit to split the games up and talk about the gameplay that we did go through. So, <laughs> I guess I'll start with Little Nightmares, because it was supposed to be the first one up in the series. Yes. And let's kick off with what type of game is this? So, this is a platformer at its core. I mean, this is just a... So, if you're familiar, and, and this is... I think you tried to, to get me to clue into what type of game it was... Um, what is it? Ori in the um, forest. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, um, so it's it's that style of game where you you really kind of are supposed to be told um, a story through pictures um, and through the platforming experience. Um, I can say that for the bit I did play, which was, I mean, a fair fair number of hours. I, I probably didn't spend nearly as many hours as I would playing a an RPG, but. I don't yeah, know if this think, game is long enough to, to really play that much of it. Um, I think I got maybe three hours on this game. Yeah, that's fair. Solid. I mean, yeah. there, there might have been some, give or take, half an hour, but I'd say about three hours solid, probably. Okay. Um, I don't know that I was able to really pull a story out of it, is the thing. Like, it wasn't telling me anything about what was happening. It just felt like random shit, to be honest. Yeah. Um. It really did feel like just random. Uh, I wasn't following what they were trying to tell me about it. Whereas, like, I, I have played some of the Ori games, uh, at least one of them. I have it on my PC, and I've played a bit of it. And, you know, you do get a little bit of, hey, this is, you know, trying to to help some stuff uh, or... Hmm. You, you know, you get a, a feeling that, you know, they, there's a goal in mind for this. I, I don't know, and I'm not as familiar with the Ori games, but, like, you know, that is something that's a little bit different from this. It's not as, like, um, story-esque as, say, uh, what was that Fox Spirit game? Yeah, uh, you would say that. I mean, I can, I can but, literally tell you in just, like, two seconds. Uh, Spirit of the that's North. A th Spirit of the, yeah, Spirit of the North. But that's another one of those puzzle platformers, but that's a little bit more of a three-dimensional puzzle platformer, right? Right. So less story. So more artwork in Spirit of the North compared to something like Scully, but Scully had a little more audio storyline. It did. Um yeah. which I did you I had like a weird uh craving for that Shokovesa. <laughs> that we had with Scully. I think that was with Scully that we did that. Yeah. 
That yeah, thing was good, so. man. I want to try to find that again. But anyway, yeah, so I, I kind of ran into the same problem. I was grasping at straws to come up with just wild theories and stories as we were playing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Z the whole time was like, I, I could tell you if you want, but I'm not going to. You know, I was like, well, that is okay. That's fine. I don't want you to tell me. But like, we were speculating everything from, like, um, I was like, man, maybe this kid was abused and he made, like, an like yeah. a <laughs> imaginary friend to help give him the courage to get out. Yeah. And you run from the hunter and maybe he was abused in multiple places. Because if oh, I never got to... I got out of the school and I think we got to the beginning of the hospital. We didn't go into the hospital. Like we, that's where we got, we messed around quite a bit, um, for what little you could that we, that, and, uh, like I said, I played a lot with the boys and let them do stuff. So, and the, the long neck teacher was a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, (laughs) this, the thing about this game was it, it had like a, you called it when you said like the Tim Burton style artsy, so stuff, you know, but it like was never was horror. None of these games, and I, I'm going to throw both in this. Amnesia more so horror, but this game just didn't give me a horror vibe. It was an eerie, creepy yeah. Tim Burton vibe. So yeah, Little Nightmares felt to me like whoever created or designed the game is a uh, fan, a hardcore fan of Tim Burton, and only developed their style from watching Tim Burton Tim Burton movies like that's it because it it is only done in that style um they really don't have much of their own characteristics outside of that style it's really really strange if you look at all of the so 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 okay to kind of break it down like you start off as you're this little kid um in an area and the little kids are you know kind of cute but odd and that's on. kind of like a yeah he had a pair of bag over his head. Yeah, he so he he starts off with a bag over his head. You can get different hats and replace yep. the bag, but uh, um, everything covers his head. It's like you can never see his face. Um, but like uh, that's kind of like a hallmark of all of Tim Burton's films. Like no matter who the protagonist is, they're always a little bit flawed, um, and it's they're flawed in the the same ways that like Tim Burton characters are are flawed in. They're they're very strange, um, strange like means- like insecure and like antisocial. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, you got a paper bag over your head. Like I, just, I don't <laughs> know, you know what I mean. And I don't know. It was just very. Um, that's what I was. You do some weird. Okay, go back to the beginning. You're right. You start off as this kid with paper bag over your head, kind of in this area, and you're learning the mechanics of how you move around, which isn't great. You, it's like Call of the Sea. You're just dragging your ass, not being able to move very quick. And you, which slows down the game a little bit or whatever, but you like come out of a TV or go into a TV and there's a hallway that's creepy and like an eye at the end of the hallway. It's just a Mm -hmm. lot of, like you said, it's a lot of storytelling without storytelling. Like it's giving you stuff, but you're just, it's a kaleidoscope mosh posh splash Mm -hmm. of fucking pictures and you just get to go, you just get to make up what you think it is. And the kid's name is Mono, by the way. Yeah, I think the only way to even know that is if you go look that up. So yeah. I did look up that, you know, the the there it's a boy and it's a girl and it's mono and I cannot it's remember six. her name. Six. Okay. Six. Yeah. Very so, Stranger Things-ish. No, I'm just kidding. Eleven, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So like it it I don't know. It, it's something in that just automatically loses me because there's not enough content there 
to actually keep you engaged with what's going on um, outside of just trying to platform. And it's not a good enough platformer to keep you engaged with platforming, right? It's not Scully level platforming. No, it's. It's kind it's of actually dumbed really, down. It's really simple platforming with a little bit of sneaking mechanics mixed in where you got to yeah. sneak through some stuff and then also platform at the same time. Right. But that's so unchallenging or so that's not probably a word, but like it's so um, easy. I don't, it's not, it doesn't drive you. It doesn't drive you to like, no. yeah. you know, because a little bit of struggle will create a little bit of tension and make you want to do something. But mm-hmm. like I said, there's no real pull unless you're just super curious about where the story is going. Or where you, if you want to see more weird, eerie pictures and creatures and people, because essentially it always seems like the, the scary things in this game or the supposed scary things are always adults, right? From what I yes. keep running into, which yeah. is why I was well, drawing or the bullies. So yeah, like that's the little, true. Yeah, yeah, the little kids that uh, are in the school. So like, okay, yeah, but you so can beat the brakes off those shitheads if you get a pipe. So if you get a yeah, if you get something to hit them with, yeah, you can catch them pretty easily. Um, and that's all a timing thing. Cause you, you know, you're yeah. trying to lift something your size and hit somebody with it. Right. So like, yeah. Okay. As you start out, yeah, it's very simple platforming. The first place, you know, you're, you're out in the middle of uh, a city and you cross a chasm, right? Like, and you go over a street and into a building and it really doesn't give you like a description of what the building is that you're entering. You can't even really tell it's a school until you get inside and all of a sudden, Hey, you can see lockers and shit like that. That makes you think, well, oh, this is a school, right? Like, Hold on. Let me let me fill in right before you get to that. So you run from the hunter that you were talking about. Mm. And you uh, he's shooting at you. And oh, yeah. you do several things where you have to evade him. Right. Um, I think he might have been, to me, scary. Not creepier, but he might have been more intimidating to me than the teacher. Uh, mm. He think I had a shotgun chasing you. But you yeah, break but through that a was- door and end up yeah. in the water and then you float across well, you run through, you don't you run through like his house to you get do out. you run through his house yeah. and so then you, you, you run start through out, like in the forest or some shit and then you mm-hmm. you come up to his house and you pretty much break into his fucking house yeah and then he, he busts out well, a shotgun and, and starts shooting at yeah you start he starts shooting at you like what the fuck do you expect kid right um i'm <laughs> just saying um yeah you uh, just broken entering out in the, with the hillbillies Right. And then like the scariest part of that to me was the fact that, okay, you've got to dodge and duck behind a couple of boxes to get away from him. It, it really wasn't that challenging or, or scary. Like Not there wasn't- cha- Once you realize the timing was just make sure you hide behind each box between his shots. Yeah. Simple. Yep. There was no yeah, challenge was- at the beginning of that, but it was kind of, I kind of looked at it as like a tutorial a little bit. I guess. Yeah, maybe. But it was pretty basic, and there wasn't a whole lot of alarm to it. I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of picked that up pretty quickly after like the first box because like my first instinct was to go behind the box and just. I like, died once, uh, and that's when I realized. Don't rush sh- it. Yeah, when he shot the shit out of that first box, because I, you know, I just naturally went behind the box. I was like, okay, maybe he won't see me. First person shoot shot the baby. Sh- yeah, then he sh- yeah. crouch, exactly. crouch and shoot. You know? <laughs> it was like you just hide, yeah, duck, duck out. Uh, yeah. you know, I'll pop out and shoot him back. Right. No, and then he blows up the box. And I was like, oh, okay, well, fuck. And then I just like, okay, well, there's another box. Just keep trying this until we figure something out. But yeah, no, I made it. And you, like I said, you cross that chasm and then you go. I think maybe there is a little playground. If I'm if I'm remembering correctly, maybe there's a little playground up before the school, but it's not really anything you can interact with. It's just kind of like background scene. Yeah. Um, 
But it's nothing. There's, I remember like you, you come up on the shore, there's like a silhouette shadow boy thing you like absorb and your character gets all yes. weird. And you get well, like a memory or something. Means. Yes. They're like memories hmm. of oh, something, yeah. right? But I'm they don't, to... you can't, I, I didn't find a way to actually use or see them or anything. No. Like, I don't know what they're tied to. Yeah. So. No clue. Yeah. No clue. And unlike the next game, I didn't really like dive into to try to figure out the storyline. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. And I I hate you know me. I don't really like the shit on stuff. I, that's not really my thing. I try to I I almost try hard to find the work put into stuff to give it some props. And there's some artwork and some weirdness and uniqueness, but so it doesn't it, look bad. Like everything no, looks, looks pretty right. good. Yeah. Um, you know, but it everything just kind of has this style and, and it's all kind of the same like all of the adults you know they're all this kind of um mannequin-esque or puppet-esque style they all yeah um have undergone the exact same treatment so no matter what like once you've seen it once uh outside of the uh the teacher um like there's not really anything you kind of get uh like oh that looks weird you've seen it once and then it's like okay well cool and you just kind of walk on and and you move to the next thing and you don't ever think about it again the next time you see it. Um, like later on, you know, uh, in the hospital, after you go in a little bit, you know, you run across the the mannequins again. But like, OK, then they're animated and they they start chasing you. I'm like, OK, well, kind of expected that at some point they couldn't just sit yeah. there forever. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, like I just kept waiting for stuff to be scarier. And I can say that honestly with both games. Yeah. More so almost the second game. Like, I did too. Yeah. The second I one. really just was waiting for the other ball, to, the other foot to drop, whatever you want to say, whatever expression you use. And I was just waiting like, this is going to be fucking horrifying. We'll I think it's going to be more sad than horrifying, to be honest. Like, I think it's just going to be fucking sad city because it already started out like oh i i got i got the next one covered because i did okay. extensive watching <laughs> and I, i'm a fits the season man cheater cheater pumpkin eater because i played i actually only played that game for like two to three hours maybe even because the boys weren't involved maybe even a little less which you know we always try to hit five hours on each one and yeah but i did invest more time in the second one and i'll explain why i had some car riding time and I did watch like three hours of playthrough after where I got to. Well, so there really isn't a whole ton to actually play through on it. The game to play through the game straight is only like eight hours long. Yeah. So, seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll get into that. So, okay. Um, so on Little Nightmare. So I got to right outside that school. Um, and dude, we got so far into the conversation, me and the boys, it, I was like, we were discussing if there was more than one teacher in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because the way that you meet her and run into her and stuff, like we got into talking about like, well, this technically could be a different teacher in this part of the school. Like, you know, that's how far sure. like, we were trying to figure this stuff out. And Z was just the whole time. Like, I can't tell you what's actually going on. But I was like, I, like I said, I was really stuck on, uh, Kid created an alter ego to deal with all his demons because his, his life, school, everything just sucks really bad. People pick on him at school. Teachers pick on him at school. Mm -hmm. Fucking dude out in the woods picks on him. Yeah. But, okay, well, let's, um, honestly, man, I don't have a lot more to talk about this game. To be honest, they're, so, like, the... These are two of the shortest games. Even if we were to play them all the way through, these are two of the shortest games we've ever played. 
They are definitely like, yeah, these are shorter than uh, fucking Raj, uh, Raji. So like very, very short games, which is kind of the reason why we can do two of them in one episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we kind of discussed that too. when I told you I was struggling um, and we were trying to figure out what to do. And you know, I was like, let's just, ma- I don't remember whose idea it was, but mashing them together came up. Uh, yeah. And I was like, I think that would work because it, I don't have a lot more to talk about. I really don't. I wish I did. Um, I've read a little bit more just so I knew like, uh, and not purposely either. Just honestly, like you just said, you, I want to know the character's name. That's yeah. what I was looking for. I was like, Dude, I don't think they brought it up. Who's this kid? Oh, it's Mono and Six. Um, and I kind of skimmed through a few things just to see that they said that the events of this one, what happens to you, this actually has a sadder ending to me than maybe the next game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Um, from the little bit that I read on this versus what I watched on the other one. But so this one could be your style of game. If you're a person who really likes platformers, but more than that, just enjoys seeing that style of thing. Like if you are just a Tim Burton fan, Hey, you probably will love this game. If you and don't want a, a challenge, you yeah, know what I mean? You, and, and just want an easy, cozy walkthrough. Yeah. If you're, Yeah. Yeah, if you're a cozy type gamer, this might be a game for you. If you're a cozy gamer who wants a little bit of a uh, a spooky element, this might be your game. You know, um, if you're if you've got kids, this might be their game too. You know, um, for as yeah, far I still spooky, don't know scary. why Z likes it so much. I still can't. Right, like I said, the only thing well, I can because think I think of... it appeals to that. You know, some they have that imagination that's just going to carry and fill in the gaps that the story is just not there. There is zero content so far in this game. So, well, and maybe thinking about it too, like maybe, um, for him with his vision and stuff too. I I mean, he does, I can't say that like it's a, you know, like it's a handicap for him because he plays a shit ton of games either way. Yeah. But I do know, I remember when you, when you were a kid, when you beat a game, it was like a big deal. Oh yeah. I mean, and maybe because I played a lot of games that just didn't really have endings. I don't know. (laughs) Or because they were so big, we would get lost. But like, do you remember beating like a, I mean, I remember beating Legend of Dragoons. It was like, a, you know, and I was a little bit older than Z, not much, maybe a year, but it was like yeah. a big fucking deal. You know what I mean? So I think that he beat the first one and just made him feel that accomplishment. Yeah. So maybe he has like a, you know, like an attachment to that, that he could just like go through this game. Maybe. And get like a closure. Cause we ain't getting a closure out of this. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Aiden really beats games, you know, like I used to beat games, you know? Um, so that may be a thing, you know, if he beat a game finally. And it's not normally a thing that he does sits down and actually completes a game from beginning to end. Now it's really kind of cemented in there. And maybe that's why kids have really gravitated to it and why it's a bigger series. And same thing with the next one, you know, there's a series behind that. And maybe yeah. because they're short playthroughs and people can just say, hey, there's a bookend to this. It's it's done and the, out there, you know, um, I can say I actually did this thing. That's know. what. Yeah, exactly. And that's I don't know. That's that was my, the only thing I could he never really gave me an answer when I asked him why he liked it so much. I and mean, he just would, didn't really have much to say, just like the artwork. And it's weird how people perceive graphics because I don't think these graphics are bad in little nightmares, Mm-mm. but nothing like crazy good. They're just neat. I mean, it's just like a unique art style, but Shay was like, the graphics of this are amazing. And I was like, all right, if you say so, bud, you know, I mean, it's not so compared to the next one. I think it was better. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Better really? well, it was more well done than the next next game for sure. Hmm. Better done than Amnesia, the Rebirth. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was much more smooth textures. Yeah, um, much cleaner I mean, assets for sure. I just feel like there was more going on in the um, the three dimensional world that they created with Amnesia. I, I mean, like I don't know. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think they they animated more things in Amnesia for sure. Like they had more. Uh, let's Detail say to some things. They had more cylinders uh, to actually represent things, like the the uh, the the, geom- the geometry of the shapes was uh, maybe a little bit more complex, but the textures on those shapes was nothing really. Like they were right. kind of blocky. It was all stilted. Um, it really didn't look as clean as what I think Little Nightmares Two did. Yeah, that's true. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the gla- the yeah, I would say that the graphics look cleaner on Little Nightmares for sure. But like I said, I just felt like they were playing with a lot smaller dimensions and world. But sure. that's fine. Okay, well, man, if you're ready, let's rate this stuff. And um, I want to hold off on the brews since we are doing three. We'll rate okay. all the brews at the end. Okay, sounds good. If you're good with that, man, I still this smell of the October. Dude, I really thought I wasn't gonna drink the whole can. Uh, that live oak. I was like, I'll just because I normally just dump the whole thing in. I was like, we got three beers. I'll just drink. I'll just pour in some and see how I feel. I just dumped the whole thing in already. It's already almost gone. I got two drinks yeah, left on like, it. Ugh. Okay, it's gone. Yeah, I don't know what it is about October beer, man. It is it is up there with stouts for me, sir. Which, by the way, one of your okay. So you brought these two first ones, right? Yes, these two, the the Octo the uh Live Oak and the Meanwhile, Meanwhile. are from And we we Texas. talked about that last time. You brought them from mm-hmm. your trip. Yep. You bought you spent $700,000 on brew <laughs> because you're fucking awesome and you brought it back for us for our podcast and stuff and yourself I'm assuming too. But the uh I was looking on this Meanwhile and I don't know what it is about it, but they had a coffee stout. Mhm. Did you bring that one back? I did not bring that one, one back, no. I think it's no. called Breakfast Brunch or something. Yeah, I did not bring Man, that one back, unfortunately. I, you hear about intuition, you know? Yeah. And s- there's nothing, there's no picture. There, I didn't read anything about it other than what it was. And I went, damn, that's the one we should be drinking. Like, that, <laughs> we need to have that. I, I got this weird vibe that I bet it's super fucking good. And I was like, I wonder if he brought that one back, too. Yeah, no, no. So I brought back the, I'm pretty sure I brought back the Hellas, the Pilsner, um, the Oktoberfest um, from Meanwhile. Those are the hmm. three I brought back. I was going to bring back Tender Robot, which is a hazy IPA, uh, but I did not grab any of that. That was the other one that was on my list. I did not, I don't think I saw the Breakfast of Champions. When we That's there, what it though. was, Breakfast yep. of Champions. Yeah, which... Which I did. I did get some info. Um, I'll read when we get done. I'll go through the brewers one at a time, a little bit. Plus, if you have anything from when you were there, you could talk about. That's also cool too. All right. Um, so, sir, if you're ready, what you got for the score on Little Nightmares Two? So, for Little Nightmares Two, I am gonna have to say it's maybe like a four two. It's it's okay. It's playable. It's a game, but I really didn't get much out of it. Like I said, it didn't have much content. Um, at least not enough initially to grab you and make you want to play the game. Um, you have to have something that pulls you into the game and the graphics aren't enough to pull you into the game. In my opinion, like it's cool enough. And like I said, it's pretty clean graphics, but, um, 
to me, as somebody who kind of leans probably on the Tim you can't Burton really cheat fan the AI side, on it either. No, no. But somebody who who maybe leans on the Tim Burton fan side, I just look at that as like, oh, no, it's kind of like a straight knockoff. I mean, even the scene with the uh, the teacher where she fucking stretches her neck out mm-hmm. and essentially becomes the snake person, stolen straight from Beetlejuice, man. I was, I was going to say that. It reminds me so much of Beetlejuice, man. Exactly. So much Beetlejuice. Yep. Um, well, you rated it higher than I'm going to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I paid $30 <laughs> for this game. And oh, uh, that's the other side of it. I didn't pay as much as you. I paid four, first time. First time hey, ever. <laughs> we're balancing out a little bit. We're balancing out the, balancing out the scales. Long, long enough timeline, everything balances out, right? <laughs> sure. So I'll tell you right now. Uh, so I paid 30 bucks for this, and I'm not even saying it doesn't deserve a value. Mm-hmm. Day one release, you've played the first one, you want the second one, fucking $9.99 brand new. That's what I feel like you should get out of this game. Uh, now, two years old or whatever it is, mm-hmm. $4.99 tops, uh, brand new hard copy. And that, and that sad part is a 30 bucks digital copy. Um, and, and it's not even if I really enjoyed this game. I'm not saying it wasn't worth it. Like I said, it has a value. I just... Even if I enjoyed it more, I just, I don't know, man. It's too short. It's so linear. It's so, I just, I don't know. It's, it's like you said, I, I think it sh- it's a story piece. That's an art story piece without giving you the story. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know somewhere it explains better and maybe you get yeah. far enough along. That would be my hope. But I don't, since usually games like that, they give you clues along the way and you build the story. Kind of the next one we're going to talk about does that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in the middle of both of these. Maybe we'd know more if we played one. I thought that, but technically, from what I understand, this is just kind of a prequel to the first one. But regardless, Amnesia would make more sense too, because there's a series of them, you know. Right. So possibly that would you would know what you're walking into. But even those, from what I understand, leave so much to you to figure out. Um, sure. It's almost yeah. like there's got to be books for you to read about it. But anyway, so you said what? Four point two. Four point two. Yeah. Did I say my score yet? I don't think you did. You just said I that yours was lower. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. It's a 3.0. Oh, wow, dude. Yeah, that's... I'm very unimpressed with this. Um, it literally wouldn't even get a three if the art wasn't what it was, if it wasn't unique. And I don't mean unique because I did, like Rob, I did think Beetlejuice and stuff like that. But I mean, like, side scroller. I know it's trying to do some art shit. I know it's trying to do some weird shit. So I was like, ah, I'll give you some credit for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it wasn't a flat background. But yeah. It's night. It's so far from me. It's my, and I hate to say, and I told Z this, I apologize. I felt bad for him. I was like, I'm sorry, but if all the game we're on episode, what? 53 now or something. And yeah, we're up there. Dude, this is my, this is my probably lowest rated game. I think we've played. Uh, I would have to say, yeah, probably. Um, I was not, not impressed. And you know, there's a lot of factors that go into that too, with you're weighing it against hype. You're weighing it against price. That did not, you know, I'm a numbers guy that bothered me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got well, Starfield for free on Game Pass, and I'm spending thirty bucks on this. It just oof, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, I spent fifteen dollars on it, and I felt better about that than you know. I uh, I was glad I purpose. I, you know, I went and looked on the Xbox, looked on PlayStation, and I looked on PC just to see if it was a possibility of getting it cheaper someplace. And I just happened to find it one weekend on Steam on sale for fifty percent off. I was like. Oh shit! I'm definitely getting Perfect. it there because I, yeah, 
<laughs> I think that's what happened on the one that I got cheaper than you too. I think I got yeah. it. You bought it late and I bought it and there happened to be a weekend sale. Yep. That's fucking happenstance or irony or something. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, let's leave mono and six back to, Oh, and I'll just, let's do a, this wouldn't be the shitty spoiler podcast. If I didn't say this, uh, I told you a little bit sadder, the little tidbit that I read, mm-hmm. the six abandons you at the end. And you get stuck in the dark world, and I think you become like the thin man that starts the events of the first one or yeah. something. <laughs> it sounds fucked. So Jesus. there, if you guys are going to play that game, it's ruined for you now. Have fun. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, dude, this was not my favorite. So let's break into Amnesia Rebirth, sir, and this Meanwhile Brewing. Uh, this one's not spelled Oaktoberfest. It's Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest, yes. And it is lighter. It is, yeah. So it is lighter. It's like, it's a definitely lighter than what I, I just it expect. It is crystal clear too. Like this is yeah. clean, 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 clear. Nothing. Yeah. In this one. The other one is a little, like I said, a little bit hazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. The other one was a little hazy. Yeah. This one looks extra purified. Yeah. Through the Way gods filtered. of October. Oh, and you like taste that too. Yeah, way I mean, it clean. Go, it's like a smooth glass of water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like way clean, crisp taste to this. You still hmm. kind of have. You still get the wheat, the weedy, bready taste to it. Man, I think for drinkability, that'd get some points. All right. Man, that meanwhile is good. So let's get into this Amnesia Rebirth. Now, I, it's kind of funny, a little backstory on this. Bailey and I were going through, I try to get ahead of stuff, typically. This month's been f- fucking chaos. But mm-hmm. I usually try to get ahead of stuff and at least have some game plans in the back of my head for whatever's going to happen. And mm-hmm. I was going through Game Pass just to see what's out there. Because essentially, one one of my qualms with horror games is this genre I thought would have a huge... You look at movies. You look at horror movies. It's the genre is so watered down. I mean, there's horror movies like left and fucking right. You can't get away from them. So many. And I think some good ones. I mean, I actually, I'm not as big a horror fan as like Bailey, but like there's some ones I actually like the conjuring series insidious series. Isn't bad. I really like, I kind of the farther the script. It's funny. Most movies that keep adding to the series get worse. The scream series. I feel like it's getting better somehow. It's like the weirdest thing ever. (laughs) Uh, Scream took a dip and then came back. But anyway, beside the point, I feel like the video game thing, it's like not doing that trend. It's like we look up the list. I look up every year, but top rated horror games. And all honesty, dude, it's like the same list every year we've done this because, guys, I don't think we really talked about this. This is our third year in the Halloween series. Yeah. I feel like that's big fucking deal and awesome. I'm actually really excited for next episode because it's like part of the tradition, but. Yeah, I'm super excited for the next episode. Uh, we'll be curious to see how the next episode goes because it's kind of based around something that we really like over here. So. Good. <laughs> but yeah, so so like I look up the list, right, every year. I'll get back to where I was trying to get with this. So I, I look up a list every year, and it's always the same fucking list. Like yeah. it's, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, okay, what can I do? And so I was just, when I get free time, I look on, there's a, the, I, again, props to Game Pass on Xbox. They're crushing it. Uh, I just look up Game Pass and start going through games because there's a shit ton of options on there. And I went, we passed Amnesia Rebirth mm-hmm. or some of the Amnesia series and 
Bailey actually said, oh my God, like that game, that's the one you should do. Yeah. And then I kind of put it, you know, somewhere in a storage room in the back of my brain. I didn't really think much of it. And then you brought it up also. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, like no more thinking about it. Uh, That's just the one we're going to do. And so that's how we ended up with Amnesia Rebirth. And I expected from a trailer I watched of the Amnesia series, this game did not go. Little Nightmares wasn't far off from what I expected. Right, yes. No, Little I mean, Nightmares was everything I expected it to be, right. which is not that great. Right. I, I expected um, to enjoy it a little bit more than I did, but I expected what I got. Like what I like the type of game that it is, I, I, that's what I thought. But with Amnesia Rebirth, that's not the case. No. I actually thought this was going to be a lot more jump scare, a lot more horror, uh, jump scare, crazy shit. Yeah. And the music, and I'll give it to this. If there's anything giving you the eerie, scary vibe, it's the sounds. The sounds yes. and the music in Amnesia Rebirth sells it did more than anything else. you ever play else. with headphones on? No, I did not. Yeah, so I play with my headphones on quite a bit, and then with my giant monitor in front of me. Um, so they, they do you a little bit. They do. It does start to fuck with you a little bit then. So, like, especially if you if you really push it and spend a lot of time in the dark, uh, because they yeah. do have effects. So it's it's all based around your main character Tassie, her fear. Hold on, before you before you get into the storyline part, just say what you're saying without the storyline part, because I want to start at the beginning of the storyline. So, well, yeah, but I was just going to say the effects are based around her fear level, and as you enter yes. the darkness, the effects on the screen start to blur on in the edge, and it starts to collapse in on you, and your field of vision starts to go away. And if you've got the headset on and everything, you hear the whispers start to come in on you. And everything go- is starting to go in as your vision's collapsing. And so, yeah, it does start to fuck with you just a little bit when you're there. So let me let me ask you this before we get into this. Because I have no problem taking this back to the beginning. Before we do, did you ever, did your character ever react like it saw something or act like there was something there that you personally did not see? Mm-hmm. That happened yeah. to me a couple of times and I was like... Why the fuck is she freaking out? Like I yep. so much so that I went back and looked. Like I went I reloaded. Like I replayed. Yeah. No, there was definitely spots that I missed um seeing a a thing that was there. I guess call them ghouls or whatever. The thing that uh will come and kill you eventually. Yeah. So do you remember Alien Isolation? Yeah. Did I did you ever let yourself get caught with from the alien? I, I mean, had like let myself or just get <laughs> caught because I'm fucking retarded. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I let my, and no, I, I can't even say that. So I got caught by the first school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to move the stuff. The first school I came across was in the fort. Okay. Yeah. And you have to move the stuff out from the door. And I didn't know yes. that. And I yeah. just kind of like retardedly panicked. Yeah. Like stupidly panicked and just, Got caught by him. And it reminded yep. me of Alien Isolation. But so remember us talking about you saying this reminded you of Call of the Sea? Mm-hmm. Okay. This almost solidified that idea because when the thing got me, it attacks you and throws you down. But you don't actually see it kill you. Like Alien Isolation, you die. Like, you know, you dead. Mm-hmm. This doesn't actually... Sh- I let him... Why well, again, well, I let him. But like... It doesn't show it actually kill you. I don't it, think it does. That's the that, thing. Okay. So I, now we, let's go so back that's to the, the beginning thing with this. this. Yeah, that's the thing with this story. And that's the part that I, I did like about this game. 
So I do have probably a little bit different perspective on this game. And the more I think about it, I don't know that it was as bad as a game, but maybe not as scary as I was initially thinking it was going to be. I was hoping for a lot more jump scares, but I think it's a lot more complex storyline than I was expecting it to be. And I think the story gets a lot darker and a lot more sad um, in the end because, okay, as you start out, you are the main character, Tassie, who is on a trip on a plane with her husband. Expedition. An expedition trip, yes. So, yeah, you're on an expedition uh, over, you're on a plane going over Africa um, from, I can't even remember where you're going to. You're exactly. headed to Algeria. You're headed to Colony of France before French absorbed it or whatever. It, okay. Yeah. So you're headed to Algeria and the the plane crashes. The engine goes out, uh, starts to go down. The plane crashes, um, but all in the plane, you already start to get some vibes of Tassie and her husband, um, Salim, are not supposed to be there, really. They, they're they just kind of there and everybody's walking on eggshells around them. Did the teddy bear thing throw you off? Yes. It threw because me that way was the, the fuck off. That was the first thing that in the whole bit, you know, it's supposed to be a horror Oh, game. you brought this. Like, whoa, whoa, I thought it could use some travel. Yeah. And I went. Whoa. What the fuck? Huh? Yeah. That's. That was the first thing, very first thing to me that I went, that I thought was strange. That I was like, yeah. okay, there's got to be something going on, yep. you know, because that's kind of weird for a scary game. Why the fuck is she giving him a little teddy bear? Yeah. I, I mean, yes, I did shit different back in the 1930s, but I, I yeah. don't know grown men using teddy Gro- bear. Yeah, grown men ain't taking no fucking teddy bear. <laughs> I ain't taking no teddy bear nowhere. The fuck out of here with that. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, go continue. I'll let you go ahead because I've got, so, like I said, I got tons on this game to talk about. All right. So, yeah, you crash in the middle of the desert. And, I mean, it's a fucking desert. And Well, uh, out the window, did you see some weird shit? It would, like, flash through the clouds with lightning. And I couldn't tell if she was seeing that and that was the real thing or there was something she was seeing visions. It looked like visions because it would cut from before the plane crashes and when it starts having trouble, which is what he was f- scared of. Mm-hmm. It start when she's looking at the window. It would like flash to, and this is like not. I know this isn't correct now, but like at the time, I was like, it reminded me of Wolfenstein, like World War Two shit. Like mm-hmm. it looked like Hitler's camp shit in the mm-hmm. fucking cl- like back behind like Fort Hitler shit. Yeah, and then it would I, go back to normal, and then anytime the lightning struck, you would like see that, and then it would go back to normal. I was like, what the fuck? No, I didn't catch that. Then you should go back and watch a video on that because that's like legit there and i don't know what that's i kind of know what that's about now but i didn't at the time hmm. so yeah i mean but all f- I, I guess from the very beginning of this game it is already starting to try to throw you off of what is exactly going on and the more you play the game it doesn't help you to understand any more of what's going on in the game at all uh it gets much stranger yes yes the whole time and mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like there's anything trying to help Tassie at all, or you as Tassie in the game. It's as though she is all How, on her own. Okay. Before you continue, because I want you to continue with this, because I love to hear, because I think I know more than you. Sure. Because of how much I've watched. How? What's the end point? Where did you get? Because I got to so gameplay I, myself. I got to the ghoul killing me and got out that door when okay. I reloaded. I got, I ran down and got out the door and that's where I stopped playing. 
I got through the fort. I got into the, um, I, I made the, uh, the shell for the, um, okay. tank blew open the door. I'm, uh, in the, uh, the, the catacombs beneath the, the, the gotcha. fort now. And I've got to get out of there. No, actually I have made it out of there now. Okay. Uh, and I'm on my way to the, the next town. Okay. I, I stopped after that point. So, now, so I made it out of the catac- little catacomb area underneath the Because we do things in such a great order and so organized. Okay, so we're going to jump back now. <laughs> Plane crashes. You're Tassie. Yes. You, now go from there. So from there, like you start off and you're you're looking around and you're just trying to figure out what's going on. Um, looking for other survivors of the crash. And there is nothing there. The only things there are dead. Um, you can find clues as to what's happened. You can find information. Um uh, about the people that were on the, the flight with you. So like you'll find notes and stuff um, and uh, like uh, identification cards about the other passengers of, of the, or the other expedition. They, they they're all still French names. Yeah. They're, they're all still- like French names. So I can't pronounce them all very well. So her husband's Salim. Yes. Solemn. Salim. Salim. And yeah. she's Tassie for short. Yes. And there's like a doctor. M- Metzier. Uh, yeah. Metzier or something like that. And a, a Yasmin. Yeah. Yasmin, Metzier, uh, uh, Alice, Alice. That's um, the, well, we'll talk about who that is. But she was on the plane too. Well, there's, there's another Alice. Oh, we'll talk about I'm that. pretty sure there was. Cause they had a kid before they went on this trip, but we'll talk about that. Oh yes. Okay. So the, yes, Alice is yeah. On the, mm-hmm. okay. never mind. Yes. Alice is. Yeah, so that's the name. I was trying to look through. and, uh, But anyways, so yeah, you can find like the cards of the people that were on the expedition with you. Um, Like uh, it seems like um, Salim has done this like several times before. And this is like not the, his first time being on expedition. Um, but it may be like the first time he's going back out. You kind of get some flashbacks as you pick up some of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, one thing that stood out to me. Um, very super early. Yeah. So one thing that stood to me super early. So you said that before I actually played. Um, and then it's almost like my brain pulled more towards that because of that. But Uh I mean, I think for good reason. Um, but there's one comment that stood out to me and it's on the way. I can't remember when it happens because you keep little memories as you keep going. Yeah. Um, hence the name amnesia fitting. So they say something in a flash. I think it's right. When you get in the cave before you go down the first descent into the dark. Okay. You get to the cave and you find some matches and stuff, which matches are your best fucking friend in this game. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh fuck, dude. You can't find enough of them. Um, And you can only carry 10 because they're so heavy. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. So (laughs) there's a flashback (laughs) where a comment is made about they need this. It'd be good to get out. Okay. He says this. He says, I think Salim says this. She finds a note he leaves behind, and it's like, uh, I hope this helps. We just really need to get out. Now's the time. Like, we just we need to get out and do something, stay busy. Oh, and I yeah. Was like, I was like, man, what is causing this? Like, like there's some shit. Something happened to them. Mm-hmm. That's, what I was, that's what I was thinking. And so I was, like, trying to put this together. But anyway, go ahead. So so you, you leave the plane, which is kind of weird in itself because you, you didn't bring this up. But the first thing also that stood out to me was she has to take this fucking laudanum. Oh yes, yeah. So she has. You, so, well, she she takes the laudanum and it, it like 
calms her it, down. It, yeah, it calms her down. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that that would it that be does, doing? That's what that does. <laughs> so, um, yeah, She's I, I mean, fucking morphine. <laughs> you know, heroin, liquid form, and morphine. So, yeah, so, doctor, yeah. I want just to take this anytime I have problems. <laughs> I think we should all take that when we have problems, but that's beside the point. <laughs> My stomach hurts. <laughs> Let me see that. <laughs> you find more of it later, too. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, yeah, so she takes some of that. Uh, she, f- she fumbles her way out of the plane. You, you can collect some stuff when you get out into the desert in the sun. Like it's pretty cool because you, I don't know what happens if you stand too long out in the actual direct sunlight, but it does seem like you're going to fucking melt or burn. Yeah, it sounds like you're die, frying. Yeah. Uh, it sounds yeah, like it makes a, bo- it makes a literal egg frying sizzle noise. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, Oh my God, is she, Dude, she, okay, she I'm not crazy. Sizzling? I heard that shit too. I'm yeah. like, I think, I think we were cooking that, white woman. I was like, <laughs> I was going to say, listen, it gets hot and you might make some fucking heavy breathing noises. You might be able to not keep the sweat out of your eyes, but that's true. Like, do you really going to make a sizzle noise? Is your skin <laughs> boiling? Maybe. It's the desert. It's not the sun. You uh, know, like. 120, 130 degrees. Three burning. It's enough to start cooking somebody, maybe. I mean, you can cook an egg on a rock, but I'm just saying, I don't know that you're. Unless you just can't sweat. I'm pretty sure your skin's not literally making a sizzle noise. That was pretty funny. They needed a sound effect to let you know to get the fuck in the shade. Yeah, they did. Uh, But yeah, you had to go like find your way along shade. And I don't think there was like a real clear path to tell you to go this way or that way. There was like a lot of ways you could choose to go. And it was kind of pick your path. But I don't know if they all didn't just end up leading you back into the one place. Because I I remember a a, a point in time where I came up on like a, a three-way split. And I was like, I guess I'm just going left because I always just go left. Yeah, so, that's my routine too. I always yeah. left left to clear anything, always. Yeah, so I just fucking was like, okay, I'm going left. But it was three ways for sure. And I'm like, I don't know what happens if I go the other two. <laughs> I just the segue from The segue from Starfield not having a minimap worked great for this game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's back no way. To, back, like, back to just fucking clearing shit from the left and trying to remember everything. I'm such a spoiled yeah. little bitch. I need a fucking minimap, dude. Dude, yeah. even back, like, you could go back 20 years to, like, Pokemon games or something, and they had a fucking minimap. They had a map you can clear dungeons. Like, I don't understand, but whatever. Well, yeah. I digress. Like, once you get off of that, get on my soapbox about that real quick. So... So anyways, you end up going uh, far enough along. You come up to a cave tunnel, like a just a, a cave, essentially. It's got it's a cave with a door on it, and you're able to go in the door. And so that's the only place you can go at this point. And so you just go on in. So, uh, yeah, like from there, you start kind of finding your way through. I think you're following notes from Salim the whole way. Like you just kind of keep finding little things well, that he's left along the way. As soon as you hit the cave. Like, you find diary entries from him. And as soon as you hit out. the cave. Yeah. Before the cave, I don't remember a note from him. Because you keep no. making comments about your people were here. And it gets a little bit stranger. And, it fit, again, fitting the name. Uh, because eventually she starts making comments about how, like, she knows she's been there. Mm. She's like, I remember being here. So, remember. So, call, for people that's not list, for people that's listening that maybe didn't hear the episode call the sea. You are the fucking monster, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. 
And I say monster loosely, you are a creature being drawn back to this world. Back to your home. Back to your home as the yep. the, the descendant of these creatures of this place, right? Yep. That is the call of the sea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Being called by the sea. So that's kind of what I thought um, when we talked about that. That's like the way I interpreted the fact that she was left had already done this stuff. As soon as I started getting notes that she'd been there, I'm like, why would she be on the plane? And then I thought to myself, this is before I watched the videos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause you're going to, and I say, I say videos loosely. I watched a video of a playthrough to try to get more understanding of what was going on. Again, mm-hmm. cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. I want to know about more about the game we were, we were playing. So the, before I knew anything past this point, I was like listening to what you were saying. And I was like playing the game. I was like, man, this is like call of C. She's chasing after the boyfriend thing. Mm-hmm. It's just her. Uh, and I was like, why the fuck was she? And this is when it hit me when, with the flashbacks of her, once she finally had a flashback of like, she made a comment, something about knowing she'd been there. Like, well, yeah, that's right. We were here. I was like, right. Bitch, why were you on the fucking plane? Then? And why was the handle for the door broken off inside? And I was like, they trapped that bitch in there. <laughs> that was where my brain went. I was like, they put her ass in there and took off. Yeah. She's well, a fucking demon. They're like, let's get the fuck out of here. So it comes up later. And I don't know how much, how much of the fort did you actually play through? And, and I know you watched the I, playthrough. So I played till I, I died to that ghoul. The first, cause like I said, I kept waiting so, for something to get me because my girl. Okay. So when you go down the, the, you get in the cave and you get the first couple notes from Salim. Mm-hmm. And you go down a dark path, like a dark drop. Um, my girl freaked out, not because the darkness. Once I got down there and lit something, she freaked out like she saw something. Mm. And I was like, I didn't see anything. So the entire time up to the first actual ghoul that killed me, mm-hmm. I kept freaking out thinking something was going to attack me. There's nothing there. Yeah. Nothing yeah. gets you. It's just eerie and weird. Did um, you ever stay in the dark long enough to just see? Did you ever just fucking park okay so i will tell you you will die something Mm. will come get you eventually oh yes it will come out the ghoul that sounds like alien that sounds like alien isolation shit yeah so uh, from what i can tell like if you just sit there long enough the ghoul will finally come and okay get you it's like triggered by your fear so did you think it was weird when you started the game there's all those warnings like your the fear fear and darkness are your enemies Mm -hmm. so i took that in like a mental concept not a literal concept no it's but they're giving, they're yeah. giving yeah they're giving you a heads up for like the game how the game oh, yeah. works yeah, fear and darkness are your enemies and so if your character's you get a, getting scared or it's dark get the fuck out you get an ability hot. later on to check on your baby oh, okay well hold on i guess yeah let's, say let's, let's get to that table that for one moment we'll we'll cut look we'll, at you just dropping big ass bombs and then back i out. mean <laughs> we're the shitty spoiler podcast that's right we are so um before we jump into that and what that uh, now we're the it's never too late shitty spoiler podcast, no, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess on her way through the the cave the first time, like she she you know, I don't she finds some of her well she finds some of the people that she was with she finds the graves of some of the people that she was with, um, and then she finds Salim. Yes. And that's where you're like, okay, well, this isn't like Call of the Sea exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Same, I had the same thought because <laughs> I I didn't, because, again, maybe because my brain had led myself so much into the Call of the Sea concept that I was like, 
You're he's not gonna be dead. Yeah, yeah I would have exactly. never, never bet money on that. Nah. So shitty spoiler podcast, like you said. So you asked where I got to. Uh-huh. I the ghoul killed me. I relo I replayed. I got past that part down the door and he beats on the door, and that's where I stopped playing and then watched past that. But that's you already know man, old man's dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. You find out that's not even that far into the game, like hour and no. a half, maybe yeah. hour. Yeah. You find yeah. out. So the man you've been looking for chasing these notes, and I thought that was going to be the whole game. They kind of tricked you on that. I'll give them props to that because you think that's going to be part of the whole game. You're going right. to find notes from him. And notes you don't. the whole time. Yeah. And then, no. You don't. Um, you're chasing after him, but you actually find him rather quick, and he's dead. from. He succumbed to his wounds from the plane crash or whatever. It yeah. Or something's yeah. killed him. I don't really know what. But... Um, that's what it says. And then she freaks out. And then that's when you remember pretty soon after that, I think when you find out what you just said. Yeah. So pretty soon after that, well, okay. So before we jump into that, I think the one thing that we weren't super clear about is before that whole time and leading up to the, the point of finding Salim dead, the, the whole way up Salim and Tassie are talking about, well, and the other people around them are tangentially talking about Tassie and Salim's child that they had recently had, and which is the reason why Tassie and Salim had not been on expeditions for like the past few years, two or three years. There isn't a whole lot of explanation as to why they're on this, but presumably something has happened to their child, and so they are now trying to seek, you know, escape from whatever is that thing that happened uh, doing this expedition. So now she comes up and finds Salim dead. And then just few, like, I think it's moments later. She's like, oh shit, I remember I'm pregnant. It, and yeah, that's when she like notices the baby in her stomach kicking. Um, and so you get the ability at that point to check on the child in your stomach, which will lower your fear. Um, and it's one of the tactics you can use to actually like lower your fear. So like, there's a couple different things you can do. You can you can crouch to, to hide from the ghouls um, and lower your ability to be detected by them if they're near. Um, and then the other thing is if you're afraid or she's too fearful of something, which happens a lot, if you're by dead bodies, she gets freaked out pretty quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can check on your baby if that lowers <clears throat> your fear, which is weird. But so, so you did the whole memory in the house? The memory in the house. What do you mean? Did you get to that? Where she goes to the crib, Salim's by the crib, and it all vanishes. Did you see any of that? Um, Yes, but... I mean, there wasn't really anything in there. It's like she's... Yeah, like... No. It it just shows you a picture of their child. And that's Alice, um, the baby. Yeah. Child. It looks like a toddler, like maybe three-ish. So... I want... So because I, I did, because of what I've watched, um, I want you to tell me up to where you got and then with your theories on this stuff. And then I'll see what I can fill in and what I can help with. Okay. And so from there, after you, like, after you find Salim, I think you're just, you what, you're just trying to escape that cave, that cave you come across and you find, uh, well, no, like you get back outside no. and you find the fort. Well, you don't just get outside. No, no. You don't, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you don't just get outside. You, yeah, I was going to say, you, like, 
if I, the way I think it happened to me is I did get fucked up by the ghoul, but when I w- got fucked up, I woke up and I had a compass on my wrist. Um, and so you get that, you have the traveler's amulet. Yeah. The, yeah. So it's like a, yeah. Tra- okay. The traveler's amulet, amulet on your wrist and you can use that, uh, and it will point you to like way gates almost that are in this cave that will take you from point to point in the ca- the cave. Um, so like it is, you can use it to, and that's like your only map of sorts. It's like a, a guidepost to kind of say, Hey, jackass go in this general direction and the cave really kind of opens up from there and there's like not a whole lot of direction that uh it's a very you. linear game so i mean once you do a couple exploring there's really certain places you can go especially with the amulet yeah until you get inside of the way one of the way gates and then it kind of opens up and it flattens out quite a bit inside of one of them like the first creepiest, one you really go into creepiest part of the game to me is when you're in one of the way gates and you see like the tall shadowy figures Yes. And you see shit off in the distance. To me, that was like one of the scariest parts of the fucking game. Because I was like, because yeah. you don't know what, and you you find know what f- to expect. Right. And you find the professor that's been, uh, that was like uh, theorizing where the way gates would be. Right. And so you find like a professor who's like make, making like theories on where these way gates are at, points you to where one of the way gates is. But he didn't have the amulet, so he couldn't get through. Uh, but you do. So you're able to go find that point and then get through it. And then from there, you're able to go find the, uh, the, uh, uh, oh shit, um, <laughs> the fort. Uh, yeah, the fr- the old French fort. Yeah. Yeah. And, and That's yeah. That's a fucking so you, horror scene in there. Yeah. And so you get there and it's like, man, everybody that was stationed there has decided to kill themselves. Yeah. Because whatever was there, they didn't well, want to f- d- deal with. <laughs> you go in. Oh, I'm trying to think. You go in, and I think you hear a radio. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to find out how so to you get go the in with the radio. And one of the doctors that was on, so it's I think it's the Dr. Metz, Metzier? It is, yeah, I think it is. It's he's, he's at a village or something trying to talk to something you. Something like that. He's just calling out for other survivors of the Cassandra. That's your plane that went down. So he's like, for any survivors of the Cassandra, you know, blah, 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 try to, you know, get to whatever. So you just hear it on this radio. And so you try to go up to the door. The door is, of course, locked. And so you've got to find, make your way around um, to find to get to the radio so you could actually answer back to the doctor. Um, and so, yeah, like when you first enter there, uh, like it, it doesn't seem like a whole lot. It's like, you know, it's middle of day. It's pretty light in there. There's not a whole lot really going on. It just kind of seems like it's been an abandoned fort forever. And then you go upstairs. Um, you try to like, you know, you try to find your way around. There's not anything. There's no way to get around that room. And then you go upstairs. And that's where that's where death is. <laughs> I mean, everything upstairs. Yeah, I got been, like just everybody committed suicide. I got stuck on trying got to find committed those. suicide for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a comment made. You pick up something. Oh, I feel like there were straws or something. They drew straws. Oh yeah, they drew straws. Yes, in the yeah. So I was like, Ooh, one of the that's cannon never rooms. A good sign, dude. That's never yep. a good sign. Yeah. So she walks it. So she. So you have to run into one of the rooms to hide from one to hide from one of the ghouls. Um, you have to shut the door to get to beat it there, or else it will get you. Uh, when you get in there, you're like, oh god, uh, it it didn't something didn't happen to these guys. They. They had committed suicide or they did it to themselves. 
and they drew straws. And you can see, you look down on the, the, the floorboard and you can see this, the matchsticks on the floor. Yeah. So like you see two guys sitting in front of one on the floor dead, both gunshots to the head. And you see one guy flat up against the wall, his, his head blown across the wall. I'm like, man, so, that's so gruesome. And how much. long did it take you? <laughs> Let me ask this question. Playing this game, because so there's so there's an inventory. You get a lantern. Mm-hmm. You yes. Get, you get fuel for it. Matches oh, yeah. were like my best friend, which I always was looking for. Oh, yeah. How long did it take you to start actually searching underneath all the pots and shit you can lift up and in them? Uh, almost instantly. As soon yeah. as I, yeah, as soon as I started I would say seeing like me, matches and stuff, I was like, okay, I'm going to start moving everything. For me, it was um, a little ways into that cave. Yeah, yeah. I was, was gonna say like, in the cave, I was like, I started moving all the baskets and stuff. If it had a lid on it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick that lid up. Yeah, and that's like your only way to it. Like your only thing you can do, you can like you can pick shit up, kind of like half and not right, not, and like, not really even, good. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like <laughs> so like that's when I died to that ghoul but trying to move the sandbag out of the door. You don't lift stuff and like chuck it. You lift stuff and kind of like me. You know, like nonchalantly toss it. You know, yeah. well, get I the mean, fuck out of here. She's a she's a pregnant French lady. What do you expect, man? Yeah, I don't know. I think we could still <laughs> swing a fucking bag, like for sure. Just Especially saying, if a ghoul like, coming at her, I, I would expect right that. adrenaline. Come on, pregnant. <laughs> Everybody knows pregnancy gives you super strength. I mean, come on. But regardless, uh, yeah. So I had like. I'm trying to think here. I felt like I was always slow on matches. Did you, I mean, yeah. I ran out at times. It was so frustrating. I don't think I ever ran out, but I always got down to like two, one or two matches left. I was always like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Okay, good. Found another two. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and they and always that, gave you like two. It's like, here's two more. Dude, in that, uh, <coughs> in the fort, which is the main part of what I played, mm-hmm. uh, I was always trying to light as many of those things as I could with one match. Exactly. Once I, yeah, once that I became realized, the game. Yep. That became the game. Yep. I was like, okay, I'm going to walk into this room. How many candlesticks can I find? Because yep. I got to go take this one match and hit them all. Do as best <laughs> I can. Oh, yeah, dude. That was kind of frustrating, too. But so did you work? So where did you end at? You got past the fort. You shot the cannon. You got past the fort. Fell down in the, the cavern. Cannon. Yep, got fell down in the and cavern. That's where you got ended. through all of that. No, I got through all of that and then out. So I drained the ca- uh, drained the cavern. You drained it where the ghoul it. chases you. Yep, drained it. It chased me out of there, and then I got out of that, and then that's where I ended. Okay, because after that, you you're back out in the desert and you start going down the path to the the town. Okay, so what do you think's happening? If that's so, you got de- I mean, you got decently far. Yeah, I think so. So, what do you think is going on in the story? So I think she's the ghoul. Okay. So I think so. Well, or she's something she's either the ghoul or she's, she's something of the ghoul. So like, as you go through the story, one of the things that we did, we kind of skipped over is you come across like little statues of the mother Mm -hmm. or something that is supposed to protect people from the ghoul. I haven't gotten them to like interact with me in any real way yet. But I don't know if you don't interact with them. Well, because you saw the green spirit that kind of like leads you, right? No. Mm. No, I don't think so. If you got out of the water area, it should have been a couple of spots where you saw it when you fell down. I think the first place you really start seeing it is when the when the cannon drops. 
there's like a green spirit off in the distance that kind of like leads you or you'll see it pop up in places you're supposed to try to get to. Mm, no, I don't recall seeing anything. Okay. So unlike call, call of the sea, mm-hmm. I was under the impression you were, something was up with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, based off like the child that apparently disappeared. Um, I was kind of the impression there was something weird about you to, from the get go. That's mm-hmm. not true. So, well, so uh, like one of the things, like if you, when you get back to the radio, the doctor, so like you tell the doctor is like, well, you, you go back and you tell him, it's like, Hey, I, I woke up and I was back in the plane. I don't remember how I got there and I, I made my way back, but I don't remember anything. All right. And I've been having these strange episodes and he's like, yeah, we're aware of your episodes. Yeah. But that's, that's all he says. Like. I mean, yeah. what what does that even mean? We're aware of your episodes. What the fuck episodes, man? So, right. So this is like. The only episodes I have is like when I fucked something up and I fell off and I woke back up where I was, you know? So my mindset prior to how far I watched versus how far I played is so different mm-hmm. because my mindset prior to watching anything was like, something's wrong with me. I'm fucked up. They put me in the plane and left my ass. Sure. I so, figured she'd just like. She, she is something and something, something's wrong with her. And every time something happens bad to her, she's transported back to someplace that she's been, but doesn't know how she got there. Okay. But that's not what I thought. I thought I was a monster and they had locked me in the plane. No, I didn't think and of that, but I thought if she gets scared, happened. she turns, I almost thought of it as like Hulk, Hulk almost <laughs> like if something pisses her off or gets her scared, she goes fucking monster version. Yeah. That's not that's not exactly what's going on. So, as I I had like a lot of drive time or mm-hmm. ride time, and I just sat and the cool it was kind of cool. So I mean, I props to the playthrough on YouTube. Um, I wish I could remember who it was. So I give him like a full shout out. But uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched a good chunk of it from where I had left off to try to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets a lot weirder than what you'd expect. Okay. So there's like an ancient people creature thing called the Empress that's been like leading you. You've already done this stuff as the group you ran into her. Your baby that's in you has the same disease that your first child died to. She offers the whole group. um, If you'll give up the baby, she'll let you guys all she'll heal all of you guys and help you survive. (laughs) <laughs> so that's why the crew hates you is because you say no fuck you i'm not giving up the baby yeah so she invites you anyway to dinner and has you drink blah 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 or something along those lines yeah and when you drink you all get the shit that turns you into a ghoul mm. it isn't just her gotcha so the and that's like the amulet too has a big part to do with it you find out this like other world and the gate builders has the empress who's trying to stay alive forever based off this vitae. And this is all the games based around this stuff. Like 
So this like is the entire an, series or just this one game? No, all the entire series is based around like has several like tie-ins to this vitae or however it's called that you okay. get from like you only get it out of humans, you extract it from them when they're like under extreme duress or fear. So you have to like torture them to get it out of them. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, dude, the storyline gets so crazy. Um, and she wants that baby, and I can't remember how that ha- oh, that's like her entire dream or goal. The Empress is just, like to have a baby. Uh, so huh. she survived all this millennia on this vitae <laughs> that makes her immortal just because she wants to be a mom. But whatever process and uh. her becoming an intra- empress, whatever process they did to her kept her from being able to have children. Gotcha. It's all fucked up. And so is are is she the is like is she the in reference to the mother statues that you see all around? Okay, gotcha. Yes. Okay. And there's so much more to it that I can't recall because I didn't like watch. I didn't watch the ending. Um, I just watched as much as I could on it just Mm -hmm. to see like storyline wise, Mm -hmm. but like time also jumps weird when you go, you go into more of those gates. Yeah. Yeah. They they mentioned that. She gets like farther along pregnant. She's like, she gives birth. Oh, really? Yeah. And so Yasmin is half-assed turning into a ghoul. And yes. helps you. Uh, she goes crazy and tries to, I don't know, necessarily try to kill you, but Dr. Metzer shows up, kills her, helps you have the baby, then ties you up and leaves you and takes the baby because he's going to use it to trade to get out of there with the Empress. <laughs> you break okay. free to go get the baby. Now, I don't know what happens after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the story definitely, definitely gets crazier. I looked up a thing to try to figure out what the fuck they were talking about. And it sounds like, and I, I'm like, Throwing a dart at a dartboard here because I'm not dead on. But it's like something to do with all the storylines have something to do with this Vite shit mm-hmm. that they extract out of humans that are being sacrificed or being like tortured, I should say. Okay. Huh. So I I don't know. It's way that is not this is not at all what I expected out of the storyline. Right. Yeah. I really huh. thought she was a soul monster and it was just her, but no, she's not. I thought they left her because she was like the one that's the problem. Right. They're all turning into that shit. They're just mad at her because yeah. she wouldn't give up her baby. Yeah. Okay. That's the so, vibe. So that's why the doctor is like, well, we're aware of your yeah. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're all having the same episodes, bitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they only change when like they get too afraid or like. Doesn't say. Okay. Not, not Wait, the well, shit they don't that I take watched. enough laudanum. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They ain't high enough. Fuck. <laughs> I did. I did enjoy this game more than um, Little Nightmares. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, so I think I'm learning myself to figure out. Like I used to thought I. Just, I used to think I just didn't have an interest in horror games. I think I just have an interest in horror games that have a lot more options of what you do to survive the shit. So like, I really at first when we first talked about this game, we're gonna do it. I really was. Um, I think I was leaning, hoping, leaning or hoping towards something more like Silent Hill. Yeah. 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 I get you that. Know? Yep. Like creepy and weird and eerie, but also like find the shit, solve the puzzles, figure it out. But it's not, you just still have a lot more. It's still a lot more like the quarry. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I get that. Yep. Which I could just watch somebody play in and enjoy it just as much as playing, which is not how I feel about like Resident Evil or Silent Hill. Like, this is just a, this is to me a better told story, even if it doesn't give you the details either, but it does do a better job of like, that's what I'm saying. So 
what this game does is it gives you all these clues, kind of like Call of the Sea, about all the storylines already taking place. Mm-hmm. So you can put the pieces together. I don't feel like Little Nightmares did that. And I know we didn't compare. I didn't know. I know we didn't plan this to be like a comparison. Right. We weren't battling these two, but really yeah. that's like what I see it as is like this game does better just because it actually has the storyline in notes and stuff. You can start piecing things together and build a conclusion or build an idea of what's going on. You right. can't really do that on Little Nightmares. You don't get notes or clues. You just, you see weird shit and you keep going. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I know we didn't plan on putting that those two together or, or pairing these two games together or, or you're pitting these two games against each other, I guess. Uh, but think about like what you just said there. How much more would the game, the games that we played last year be uh, elevated had they m- had a game playthrough more like this style of game where it was, if it was less like the game style last time, where it was just kind of like you, you really didn't do anything. It was just maybe more of a decision making something, but you it was not really a, a game. It was just choices made on a screen. Right. And that's the dialogue. The, right. Like so that's like, like the, the far opposite end of this. This is just a step more involved, not much more involved, but a little bit more involved. You actually have to solve some puzzles and do some shit. Um, but you're a little bit more engaged in the story. More engaged, um, but less options. Fewer options for sure. Because but, at so least, same level of options, but then you actually get to be engaged in the game. That's so that's that would be would the be, that would be the bittersweet that or that bittersweet that that would be the perfect blend if you could take, which is funny because we talked about this. You see little ni- nightmares, same people that made Corey. Mm-hmm. This game is more like the Corey style, but with mm-hmm. remove the alternate the Corey, you start making decisions that alter the storyline as you go. Right. Yeah. This game not so much. No. At least not that I know of. No. So yeah. if this game had more of that aspect where you made decisions that were going to affect where the, the path that you ended up on for the storyline, I think it'd be better. I think that raises it a full point in my scale. Sure. You know, sure. that was one of the only positive things of the, the quarry, but the, the negative to the quarry was, why am I playing this? Mm-hmm. Let me just watch it and my remote freeze the game mm-hmm. and let me click what option I want when it comes to it. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. It's just, yeah. a, it's just a glorified movie. Yeah. 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 All right. Interesting. So, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I I didn't I don't know. I didn't dislike this one for sure, but I I just didn't live up to what I thought it was going to from the trailers watched on this one. Right. The trailers watched on this one made it seem much more involved. Yeah, uh, I thought I honestly thought so Bailey was like, "Hey, you got you get to play the game, don't you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I need to put some time on it." She's like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep now. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I was like, I was like, half was like, you ain't going to sleep. She's like, yeah, I'm going to lay on this couch. I'm going to go to sleep. And I was like, you can't fucking do that. Cause we made this joke. Like, I don't want to play this scary shit by myself. But then I started playing. I was like, this isn't even that scary. Like I was, like I said, I was waiting the whole time for it to be scarier. And it's, it never really gets scarier, which rem- that part reminds me more of the call of the sea than anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, call the seas eerie and you're by yourself, but it's never actually scary. Like you think that something could happen, but never does it actually happen. Yeah. This is the closest you get is some ghouls chase you, which it is scary. I'm not gonna say it's not scary, but it's it's only scary because again, because you can't fucking do anything. I mean, you know, light a match, you're one well, that you have left. I mean, compared to take though, some laudanum and get high, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, it's essentially the same thing that you could do though in Resident Evil last year. Like fucking you couldn't that, do shit either. 
Like, right, but that was my complaint about the game because the other Resident Evil games are not that way. Yeah. You sure. play Resident Evil 4, and that was my big push, was like, if you're going to play a Resident Evil game, I push 1, 2, and 4. Right, And in, yeah. in the order that you play them, I would say 1, and, and not order that you play them, but order that you enjoy them in, I'd say 1, 4, 2, probably. If yeah. not, 4 might be number 1. I can't, I, you know, those fight for the top spot. But because you can actually do something to decide your fate. This, right. You can run. That's deciding your fate. Yeah. You have the only option that everybody else has to run. Yeah. You know, you can't save ammo and change your guns and like shoot stuff. Like I just, I don't know. Uh, again, Even Silent though, Hill. What, what option though is a, is a lady in the 1930s going to have to change her fate? Like give her some guns. She might have some options on these ghouls, dog. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, I guess she I don't know. made a shell for that fucking cannon. She sure did. She Line sure did. that ghoul up. Gone. <laughs> I mean, she's going to have to have one hell of a good shot then. I mean, you got it right. <laughs> sure, but you're going to tell me no one in that four had a fucking gun? Um, I, I, That's kind of weird. It's an old French fort. Where's the guns at? Yeah. Just True. saying. Give that bitch a gun. You can hold a gun while you're pregnant. I fully believe that. Like I said, you get super strength when you're pregnant. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's science, man. <laughs> so how you feel about this yingling? Because I already broke mine open and I'm drinking. So I, uh, the yingling is crazy sweet to me. It does, and you're not wrong. Um, it's incredibly sweet. Like for an Oktoberfest is what I think. Um, yeah, I, I poured all three of them next to each other and just kind of went down the line and, and sipped them. The, um, first two are comparable in flavor. What I would say about, uh, October, the Oktoberfest versus meanwhile's Oktoberfest is that, the Meanwhile's Oktoberfest is a lot lighter and cleaner tasting. The Oktoberfest is, man, if you go, so I'm going to read this now before we even get to the beer section. It's a simple, quick little quote from the owner of uh, Live Oak Brewing, but his quote literally is, we make beer for people who like the taste of beer. And guess what? It fucking tastes like a goddamn beer. Cause like, that's the thing is yeah, there. It's not filtered. There's a, it's a long, it's a hard, it's a, well, not hard. It's a, uh, it's a stronger flavored, uh, Oktoberfest beer. Um, then, then the other three, uh, two. So of the three, it's by far the strongest, uh, flavored palate. I read that quote too. You actually put it up in our thing and I actually read it on the website earlier. Yeah. You had it up from last time. So mm-hmm. surprisingly, um, and they're like that. You can read the full quote if you want to. What do you mean? But so, go to, go to the zoom thing, the chat log. You actually quoted it last time I put it. Oh on yeah. There. So the full thing from them, I guess uh, live Oak is more than any, more than anything, an uncompromising brewery. They don't tweak their releases to suit changing styles and preferences. They do what they're good at, uh, what they have a passion for, and what they rarely deviate from the classics. German lagers, German ales, executed with uh, uh, deference to history and technical acumen that uh, rivals anyone else in the game. That's the Live Oak way. I mean, that's uh, literally what they do. I think this is, um, they just take the old world style of brewing and try to replicate it to utter precision. So... Yeah, which is great. So, 
Okay, so before I'll go ahead and have you give your rating on Amnesia Rebirth. All right, and I'll give mine before I get, and I'll read about each these three, and then um, I'll if you want, I can rate all three of mine before you rate your three. All right, instead of doing them one at a time, we can just do shotgun fire. So go ahead and let's hear this. Let's hear this Rebirth score. So Amnesia Rebirth is. Uh, a little bit higher for me than uh, the last game, for sure. Uh, what I would say definitely about this one is it's it's playable, and I'm interested because it it seems like it's a, a much larger series than Little Nightmares. Like, there's quite a few of the games. There's, the there's like, quite a few, and from what I looked into, um, not just, like, watching that video, but, like, I actually tried to look, look into, like, where this shit was coming from. They pack in some history, and it's almost like I, I, I got to appreciate the fact that they don't make it obvious. There's a lot of shit going on that's mm. all tied together without it being, like, super obvious. Yeah. You have to actually pay attention to, like, the notes and the hidden stuff. So that's kind of cool, I think. Yeah. Um. So I would put this one <clears throat> not at the highest rated game, but I would give it a solid six. I mean, it's playable. Um. I wouldn't, it's not, it's not super scary, but there are some tense moments. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not the scariest, but tense. Especially when you don't know what's coming. Like you don't yeah. know if it's going to get worse or whatever. That's, oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I was scared as shit. Like, well, I say scared as shit. The, it almost annoyed me a little bit when she would overreact and act like she saw something. It made me feel like I was missing something. Cause I was like, well, the fuck did there you There are see times when you, I did miss, I would, I swear I did miss stuff. Yeah. That's or what like, I think the okay, same so, thing. She would start reacting to something. I would swing my ca- because I played on my my uh, PC. I would swing my mouse quickly so I could scan the room. And sure as shit, there's something. There's a ghoul sitting there, fucking looking oh. at. Oh, like, that. oh, okay, cool. Uh, hi, and I just back up into the yeah. other room and then go forward again and be gone. I'm like okay, I never cool. had that. Yeah, I did have that a couple of times. Huh. So I know for sure there were times when she did react. And I didn't see it and that I just know I fucking missed it because there were times where I, she reacted where I swung and caught it fast enough. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, I like, I just didn't really have that. I just never, until that door thing, I never really messed with them. But, okay, so I gave, you gave it a 6.0? We'll give it a 6 even, yeah. So I'm actually higher than you, but like literally the smallest amount higher that I can be. <laughs> nice. I'm a 6.1. Awesome. Yeah, had that wrote down earlier. Um, not my favorite game. Um, I like that there's stuff to it. I like that you do have some stuff that you interact with, you know, collecting the fuel for the lantern and the matches, the, which you'd think that'd be a negative because of fighting for those matches pissed me off. But I think that, like, again, it creates a little bit of uh, tension trying to figure out the match thing and make sure you can light all your shit. I, I, yep. I We've talked about this. I like, I like the struggle. You know, I mean, I like, I like some fucking, you know, challenge. Um, so yeah, no, I gave mine a 6.1. So you were hiring me on the last one. I'm hiring you on this one. Just, but just, just barely. Uh, and the story, like I said, I, I really did not expect the story to get that crazy. I am, I wouldn't say it makes me appreciate call the Seymour, but you know, it, it seems like these are kind of falling in the same realm on some level. Yeah, because because Call of Duty did have like notes hidden that like gave you more of the storyline, you know. So I'm going to read what I got now about these three breweries. I'm going to start from beginning to end. I'm going to start with how we drank them. Okay, okay. I'm going to start with Live Oaks um, Brewing uh, uh, Oktoberfest. So they came out in 1997. 
uh, our Oak Oktoberfest is a decoction smashed with Bavarian malts honoring tradition. Noble German hops balance the rich malty fullness with a subtle and smooth hop character, a fall classic that will have your taste buds dancing to an oompop band in no time. <laughs> Oopzaps is, which I don't know what, the, oh, zaps, I don't know what the hell that's saying. That's all German stuff, I'm sure. It's a 5.8% IBU 20, which I don't ever care a whole lot about the IBUs, but, um, and it's a seasonal, obviously all these are going to be seasonals. So, the Meanwhile Brewing, I never did find um, a year on Meanwhile. So if you catch that, let me know. But I never found a year for their brewery. But Munich's Oktoberfest is the largest Volksfest in the world. But you don't have to go all the way to the Bavaria to celebrate. Our October beer is malty, easy drinking tribute to the only beer poured at the fest. We taste caramel sourdough honeydew. Which, pretty good descriptors. Mm-hmm. And then Jungling to, to tie it up. Now, Jungling, for them being more of a mainstream bigger brewery than the other two i do have to give them props they have and i recommend this to everybody if you go to their page they have a short four minute video of their story um i think it's worth watching just and i'm not going to try to like tell it on here but it is worth watching because and i'll just say this one number because it's been around since 1829 five generations it is the oldest american brewery that there is yeah so i think that's a big deal i think it's worth checking out but let me read this little tidbit about their Oktoberfest. Newland is proud to offer Oktoberfest as homage to our German heritage, a true representation of the style. Oktoberfest is a blend of Tetnang and Hallertau hops. I Again, those, you know, butchering the shit out of the names best that I can. Copper in color, this medium-bodied beer is a perfect blend of roasted malts with just the right amount of hops that serves up a slightly sweet, toasted character and mild herbal bitterness. Now, it's 53 um, I will say this. They say slightly sweet. I think it's super sweet. Uh, yeah. Slightly sweet is not the case. Right. I disagree. I think it's very sweet. Strongly um, sweet. And that actually is why it gets a, a knock for me. Exactly. It so, it should not be sugar water. It's Americanized very much Oktoberfest. Yes. So <laughs> I'm going to shotgun mine out and I'm going to start by just ranking the, what I placed them as and then I'll give you the actual number. Okay. Meanwhile, came in at number one. Okay. Live Oak came in at number two. Yeah. And Yingling came in at last. Sure. It's too sweet. Way yeah. too sweet. It tastes, and it's not sweet like normal sweet. It's sweet like fake sugar sweet. It's fake. Yeah. It's, it tastes like diet sweet. It's like corn syrupy sweet. Right. Which is worse. So, right. Not a bad beer, just <laughs> not my favorite. So, I'm going to say my Meanwhile came in at 8.0. All right. My Live Oak, uh, Oaktoberfest, came in at 7.2. And my Yungling came in at 6.8. All right. No. Drinkable, just too sweet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can see that with all that. Yeah. So, I mean, so uh, I I have, uh, I think I'm in agreement with you with all of that. So, the well, the order, except for the ratings. I think I have uh, a couple of those rated a little bit higher. Um, I, I think I have all of those rated a little bit higher, to be honest. Um, so I have the meat. So I, I do have it in the order of meanwhile, um, the, uh, the meanwhile, Oktoberfest, the Oktoberfest, and then the Yingling Oktoberfest. Um, and I have the meanwhile, uh, at, uh, 8.2. Um, I thought that super clean, just 
super crisp, uh, really clear to pick out all of the flavors in that. Uh, not to interrupt not- you, but why it beat out to me, the live oak, cause live oak had great flavor, mm-hmm. but meanwhile, somehow managed to have the flavor. It might've been like a hair less on flavor, but it had none of the bitterness. Yeah. There was a little slight bitter taste to the live oak, but not, I mean, it was still good. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say there was, so the, yeah, the, I think because of the way that they decided to either not filter or whatever with the Oktoberfest, there's a lot more pungent flavor to it. Um, And that, I mean, it's not that it's a bad flavor. Um, It's just, uh, it's man, it's like, it's, it's the difference between like, uh, diet and non-diet soda. It's like one is super rich and the other one is just not. And, um, I don't, I don't know the, the meanwhile was a lot more drinkable to me. Um, not, not by like a ton. So I guess I give the October, the Oktoberfest, uh, an 8.0. So not, not too much lower. Uh, it's still super, very super close, very close yeah. in school. But I think the other one did edge it out just because it was a little bit more clean and crisp and you could pick all the flavors out. Like the, caramel really comes through like that that wheat ready uh sourdough flavor really comes through the other one that sourdough flavor the, the weedy doughy flavor doesn't really come out quite as much so and then that yingling uh i have it at a six five i could see it lower than that it is like crazy sweet yeah um that's my big problem with it yeah it that's the biggest deal like it's not that the flavor is bad it's just that it's it's just got too much goddamn sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is funny. It's like the darker of them. And I, I, that's how they mask the bitterness, well, I guess. And that's and what I thought, figured would be the case with this one is it'd be way more sweet seeing that color on yeah, it. Yeah, I think you called that. Yeah. So. Well, no, since this is the running uh, storyline of our podcast lately is no, no times. It's too, never too late. <laughs> so wherever you're listening to us at, rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Send us a message. You know, rate our stuff or tell us what you want. Mm-hmm. I'll let you go ahead and clean that up. Wherever you're listening to us at, please give us a rate, review, and subscribe. I mean, I could read what I actually put. So you you do yours perfect because it's like what it says, right? And you're just going to memorize <laughs> it. Mine's like, make sure you follow us on our Facebook page, The Monologues, or Instagram, at The Monologues. There you go. Yeah, I could just like memorize that. So, <laughs> all right. so all in all, we're trying to pull this shit back together. Um, I'll take full blame. Uh, that's fine. I don't mind. It's been a <laughs> super rough month for me. Um, I mean, it's it's been a rough month for everybody. But yeah. oh, dude, we just I, for it's just I just I think I'm a little bit feel a little guilty because it's like we do this three part series every year, and I just feel like I drop the ball. I'm not trying to like I'm just no. been so fucking busy. I think this still works out, man. Yeah. Well, like you said, it would have been hard to pull out more than a 20 minute episode with little nightmares. Um, it would have definitely. I mean, you can tell just by how much more we talked about amnesia, let alone mm-hmm. take it to little nightmares. There's just more to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Even had I not, had I stopped at the fort, I could have gave you tons of story just from memories and you read on there. And I mean, I could have gave you tons of ideas of what I thought was going on. Mm-hmm. Nightmares, <laughs> I guess it's like, yeah, it's Tim Burton. I, yeah. I, I was going to say, I, I, I beer. no clue what is going on. Like yeah. it would have been super beer reliant. There's a long neck lady that chases you. She's a teacher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mic drop game over. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into next time. So this is, um, if you're ready, let's do it. Let's do it, man. So, okay. So first off, I want to point out that next time the, the brew that we're going to have 
is I, I gotta just read this. Hold on. Uh, it is from the the brewery that we know, the brewery that we've tried before. We've had pretty good luck with, I think, every single time. Yes, yes, the shirt. Yes, Prairie Artisan. This is Prairie Artisan's um, pumpkin pie treat. Now, just just hear me out. It is a sour ale with pumpkin pie spice blend and toasted marshmallow flavor. If there's anything those girls are gonna like, can you yell white girl more? Than that? <laughs> now, like especially our especially our white girl, especially our who both like sours. Yeah, you know both fit the white girl category horror movies pumpkin spice starbucks let's do this so <laughs> you found that one i think it's gonna be perfect for it yeah um, so we were actually out at prairie when we picked that one up so which is amazing so like our normal tradition the best that we can get back on track with we're gonna record this together hopefully and if if nothing at worst case scenario we're gonna record it Bailey and I on this end, you and Brandy on that end. At the worst yeah. case scenario, um, and we're gonna do Texas Chainsaw Massacre, sir. Yes. So, and that is definitely one of the classic movies in this house. I mean, it's a Halloween classic. It is a horror classic. We just so on our Texas trip, we literally went to the gas station from oh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, the original. So if you watch the movie, the first place they come to is the gas station. Um, there is a little shop just outside of Austin, Texas. Um, that is the original gas station from the movie. We we decided just because fans of the movie. Yeah, fuck yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. So it's now a little uh, a little uh, gift shop. But uh, yeah, we stopped in and checked it out. What interests me about this? What's so on Game Pass? What? And I'm I'm hoping we don't have any issues. I know that we can play online for sure so it might be better that we play like the sunday before halloween sure which is coming up soon like that's extremely soon guys so by the way um <laughs> but i think it might be okay because we can play on our end versus and play you guys can play on your end but what mm-hmm. i like about the idea of this game is i actually saw way before halloween was ever in our conversation i actually saw a thing on this of you get to be there's there's three villains or four survivors or four captors and you're trying to get out and it's all online so you're playing against real people you get to pick whether you're the killer or the trying to be the survivor Mm -hmm. and i think that's pretty fucking cool i'm actually anxious to see how this plays out yeah yeah it'll be pretty interesting i think so i think you and i and let me let me just um shoot from the hip here i think you and i should maybe try to get on and test it out okay like maybe tomorrow, possibly, okay. uh, if we get a chance, and sure. see how it works. And then depending on how it works, base that on like if we get to play maybe Sunday before we record or something. Okay. Yeah. If that's Sounds possible good. for you. So cool. That All works. right. Well, we got that settled. So it's only been, you know, another, <laughs> another. Uh, thanks for joining us with another episode of We're Never Too Late podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty spoiler podcast. All right. All right. So you ready, man? Wrap this baby up. Let's do it. So if you like drinking. Or you like gaming. Join us next time on The Monologues.